Welcome back, everyone, to another week of YA at Heart. Oh, so much went down. So much. So much. Mm, including Hawk. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. All right. We got to get it through. We got to get it through. Thank you. Thank you. Did you like that one? That was good. That was good. I was was, was hungry. Please take this time to step away from your children. Please put in your earbuds. This is the the warning. Jumping right into it. Please. So we're going to start. We started off with chapter 25 this time. Um, And this is right after Poppy and Hawk have kissed under the willow tree. So this is this would be Poppy and Hawk's second kiss. And Hawk was all about consent. He was yes. not trying to do nothing without her permission. We love this. The consent, girl. The consent, the consent is everything. Yes. Um. So basically, Poppy and Hawk were like making out under the willow tree. And look, Hawk could have did. Hawk could have went all the way, and Poppy would have. Not- he wouldn't have. St- she wouldn't have stopped him. And he yeah. says that he's like, I was Literally, about ten was seconds. Just- ten seconds from taking, taking you to the you right ground. Damn. <laughs> like. <laughs> He got to give it to Hawk because he was like, you know what? I'm going to stop us right here. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stop us right here. He's like, because I know if if I don't stop us, you're definitely not going to stop us. So we're just, that would be a whole nother situation. And from there, he's like, okay, let's, let's take you to your room. Let's, you know, get you back type of thing. And as they get out from under the willow, Victor Yo. is pointing right there. And Victor was like... Bitches. He's like, what the hell is going on? We <laughs> know what the hell was going on. He knew exactly what was happening. He knew. Victor was like, yeah. He took one Victor look at their, at their faces and at their lips and their hands interlocked. Poppy tried to, like, stop holding his hand. Hawk was like, right, no. And Hawk was like, fuck no. no. <laughs> oh, I know. Get off, get off. And Hawk was like, Mm-mm. no, what do I got to hide? Right. You ain't got to hide nothing. Exactly. <laughs> So Victor essentially caught them after their whole makeout session to which it obviously like an argument ensues between all three. Victor is going at Hawk. Hawk is going at Victor. They go on tit for tat back and forth. Poppy is trying to play peacemaker. She's like, hey, you know, nothing happened. She's trying to reassure Victor that like nothing serious happened. And Victor's looking at her like, are you fucking kidding me? I can see that your lips are swollen. His lips are fucking swollen. You guys done walked out of this bitch looking mad satisfied. Are you telling me that nothing happened? No. Right? No. Like, no, I don't. I don't believe you. I don't believe please that. Don't, please don't play me for a fool. I pay right. the fool. Don't. I, I was born. What did he say? He's like, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last, last night. Last night? I was like, damn. Yeah, Victor was <laughs> going. Okay. Yeah. Victor was going off on Poppy, and the thing that stood out to me, which made her go on her little rant, was that he started to sound like everybody else in the castle. He started to sound like the Duke, the Duchess, the Queen, like, you have a role to play. Exactly. And, like, I think that is, I think that is the exact moment that Poppy was like, no. And, like, she, that was her mental break, where she Mm -hmm. just went on that whole rant, and she was like, I can't even enjoy the the simple pleasures in life. Like, I can't even enjoy what everybody else takes for granted because you guys are telling me no. Like, that little mental breakdown she had was well-deserved. I feel like Hawk was trying to provide her with some type of normalcy 
being that she's 18 and being that she's never been kissed before and like all I think he was trying to provide that for her and he's also I think trying to give her a backbone because of the fact being that when they walked out of that tree and Victor saw their hands interlocked Poppy immediately was trying to get away from it to like deny it and Hawk was like nah we're gonna stand here we're gonna accept this he's gonna see that our hands are interlocked and he's just gonna have to deal with it I think that was really like I think that part of the chapter was really telling because like like you said, Victor started to sound like everybody else. And Victor isn't supposed to be like everybody else. He's supposed to be the father figure for her. The person who, like, is in her corner all the time. After she has her little mental breakdown, they notice that some shit is going down in the hall. Right? The mess hall or whatever it is. Normal people would run away from it. Right? Poppy and Victor are like, no, let's run towards it. So they <laughs> run towards the hall to see what's going on. And right in front of everybody... The Duke has been killed. I told you! <laughs> through the heart by the cane that he had been hitting Poppy with. And yes. everybody has been saying the Dark One killed the Duke. So... Correction. Correction. Because let's break this back down. Yes. Okay? Poppy tells Hawk, or kind of tells Hawk what's been going on. Because she refused to kind of give him all of the details but he kind of knows what's been going on he's probably done some digging of his own he's definitely tried to talk to victor about what's been going on and we already know like he said one way or another i'm gonna find out so this is one of my predictions way back when and she was like oh it's just a coincidence that he was killed with the same weapon that he was it's using not. Me. no it's not a coincidence this no man way. has already no told way. you I will literally burn down the world before I let anybody hurt you. He killed this man, and he just mysteriously went missing before the right. He killed this man, Poppy. Well, not even that, though. Not even that. He went missing right after her and Victor got into their argument. Yes, that too. He was missing before the right. Then he didn't walk her down there, and he went missing mm -hmm. right after they had their argument. So those are two red flags for me, Poppy. Like, you need to put two and two together. All right, you need to get there faster, sweetie. Get there faster. Um, so then moving on to chapter 26, this is like the chapter when all hell broke loose. Uh, basically, after everybody standing in the hall, looking up at the Duke's body because it's been stabbed through the heart and it's hanging from the wall. There's like a, an exchange between Tawny and Poppy where Tawny's like, do you think he was up there this entire time? Like the entire time that the right had been happening, do you think he was up there? Which I mean, could very well be possible like they pro they could have killed him you know the night before hung him up bam he's been there this whole time then poppy she actually feels relief that this man is dead oh and of course she is there's no real um, not that there's no real emotion but there's no sadness and then from there is when like all fucking hell breaks loose next thing you know there's a bunch of glass, like, spewing, flying through. People are getting stabbed left and right. They're automatically assuming it's the dissenters who are attacking. It's almost as if the amount of bodies that were in the hall quadrupled. 
because next thing you know, they were like, it's like a wave of bodies. Everybody's slamming into each other. It's people are being trampled and people are being run over. People are being, you know what I mean? Like, holy yeah. shit. Because what yeah. happened was all the people that were in the hall that ran out when they saw the Duke, they ran back in because people were getting shot at outside. But then people started getting shot at in Inside, the hall. Inside too. Yeah. yeah. In the hall. So it was just like, it was craziness. And then Poppy herself says that she started to get trampled too. Yeah, because it was way too many bodies. It was way yeah. too many people happening. Um, and then, in a way, Victor um, is also in there with her, as is Tawny. And Victor's able to get them out of the hall and is able to get them into a smaller... I don't know if it's like rooms or secret rooms or something. I think what they, what they were talking about, it kind of um, reminded me of the alcoves. Oh, okay. It yeah, kind yeah. of sounded like they were near the alcoves. But yeah, right. they were being escorted out by Victor and some of the other royal guards that were guards. like with the Duchess and mm. Lord Mason. Absolutely disgusting that you're still alive. The other thing that I held on to from this as well as they're escaping was that um, she still, for some reason, does not realize that the Ascended are vampires. I don't know why she hasn't put two two together. But she says that, you know, we can't just leave these people here helpless. And the Duchess is like, oh, the Ascended will, like, they'll do their job. They'll defend them. And she also realizes that as they're making their way out, like the Royal Guards are protecting them, they're mm -hmm. barring the doors behind them. So all yeah. of these people are stuck in there. Correct. And they're making their way out. And she's just like, I cannot like believe this. This is unfair. This is unjust. Like this should not be happening. That's another thing. It's almost as if, okay, because they are, you know, the higher lords or whatever, mm -hmm. like the Duke, the Duchess, the, the Lord, Lord Mason, whatever, people from the court, I guess. It's almost like, okay, you're above the lives of all these other people. So we're exactly. going to get you out and then we're just going to lock up everybody else. So like if yeah. she goes down, then that's on them. But like, at least you guys are going to be safe and they're not even safe. Shit starts happening in the area that they're in. Right. To like, the point, to the point where Victor's like, all right, Poppy, you got your dagger. You got, here's, here's, here's a knife. Let's go. We're, I don't care what anybody says. You is fighting and defending yourself tonight. Right. Like, right. Right, like to the point where, like, she does, she does have to defend herself in front of, in front of the Duchess, in front of Lord Mason, and they're both like, oh. oh shit, they're like, she knows how to do what? Yeah, because she said to Victor, she was like, this is so stupid, like, this is such a stupid idea. We're sitting ducks, and of course, they do get attacked. Yeah, and she was showing off her skills or whatever. And the funniest thing about that was she turned to Lord Mason. She was like, yeah, remember this when you start. I'm gonna whip your ass later. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She looked him dead in the face and was like, remember this, because I'm going to whip your ass later. Right. If you ever try some bullshit like Touch what you again. did last Touch time. Touch me again. This was, I was holding back because I had to, because I wasn't allowed to. But now this is a matter of life or death. So remember this shit. Yeah. But um, it was just, it was wild the way that she was describing everything that happened in the fighting sequence. Like I could really feel myself like in yeah. it. It was just such a tremendous moment. Like when she was taking them all down and her and Victor side by side. And he turns to her and says, I'm proud of you. Like a father should. Like, exactly. yeah. Like that whole and then moment. He <laughs> and then he dies. And he dies. They what give the her. fuck, Jennifer? <laughs> Jennifer gives her the moment, gives Poppy the moment of being able to feel, like, being able to feel that pride of, oh, my God, I made somebody proud. Yeah. Especially because it's Victor. And then turn around and Victor done got cute. Right. Like, I was like, no. I knew. I knew something bad was going to happen. 
they stuck a sword in his fucking there ain't no coming back after that you dead you dead 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 bro right and then so, so hawk shows up at that point and he is i don't want to say he tries to comfort poppy it's not that it's it's more of he walks over and he's just trying to like get her to realize that victor is gone and yeah. at the same time as victor is laying there he tells poppy forgive me i, I could have did better by you or i could have did something by you or something like that. i didn't yeah he's like i didn't protect you as i should have and Correct. he's talking about like lord mason yes exactly and so in that sense victor knew about all the lessons and he knew that lord mason was in on those lessons and he, granted we've spoken about this in previous episodes where we were like he you know, wants to protect Poppy, but he just can't protect her to an extent because of the Duke, Duchess, and the Lords and stuff like that. But, like, him saying that was, like, him acknowledging, like, I knew exactly what was happening behind closed doors, and I'm so sorry that I couldn't protect you. Yeah. And I feel like that broke Poppy even more. Because, like, she's just like, damn, the person I considered a father figure for me knew exactly what was happening no matter how hard I tried to hide it. And... He's, you know, he felt like he should have been protecting me more. That broke her, obviously. And then I think at this point, Lord Mason makes a comment or he says something to her. Oh, my God. Yes. So when he says yes. something to her, she was already at her breaking point. She already had her mental breakdown before the massacre. Now her father figure has died. So she's already gone. Right. And Lord Mason thought that right now at that exact moment was the perfect time to make a smart ass comment about her being unladylike or her being not worthy of being the maiden or whatever it was. She fucking flipped. She, when I tell you this chick done got justice for all of the damn lessons. Man. Oh my God. She done hacked this man to bits. To she bits. sliced his ass up to and served him bits. on a platter, bro. To the point where Hawk had to grab her to keep her from hacking away at this man. Bro, he's dead. He's dead. He's like, he's gone. You don't have to keep hacking away. He he gone. He dead. He gone. He's, he's done. He's done, done. <laughs> he's not getting back up after that. But yeah, so like that essentially was the end of chapter 26. We lost Victor. The Duke died and Lord Mason died, which we knew they both deserved it. So then we move on to chapter 27. And chapter 27 is more of the aftermath of the massacre so yeah hawk and poppy they find themselves in the room poppy is she's grieving for victor but not in the way that everybody else would grieve she she says that she wished she could cry but she just can't or hasn't been able to and hawk is in there with her and they're when i tell you it is a lot of sarcasm a lot of dry shit and they are going back and forth with each other that's exactly what it is but i think hawk realizes that that's what she needs in order to get through this tough time. And then Hawk does try to comfort Poppy with, you know, sweet words telling her, you know, I do understand. I am so sorry. Like stuff like that. Victor shouldn't have been there. I should have been there to help. Um, and then Poppy gets summoned to the Duchess's quarters. Oh my God. When I heard that, I was like, what the fuck is about to happen? So she gets summoned to the Duchess's quarters. The Duchess essentially just tells her, look, you've been summoned to Carcedonia. The queen would prefer you be over there than be here. And due to like everything that's been happening with the dark one and the dissenters and things like that, 
the queen would just prefer that you be in Carcedona and be in her care. But I just found this so funny because she's like, oh, yeah, because it's been determined that it's not safe. When exactly did you decide that it was that not it wasn't safe? safe? Was it before or after she went through three guards in one year? Was it before right? or after? She <laughs> definitely went through three guards in one year. Like, what? Was it? was it before or after they tried to, or after they uh, killed Melissa? Was it before or after they attempted to kidnap this girl? No, it was after they killed the Duke and then <laughs> tried to kill her again. Like, there have been multiple, multiple times where it has been determined that it is not safe here. But now, now you have determined for the umpteenth time that it is no longer safe. Now Y'all have got to be the Duke dumbest dickheads I have ever met. Yo. After that, um, Poppy thought, well, in, in reality, Poppy thought that she was going to go get punished by the Duchess. She yeah. figured, oh my gosh, she saw me kill Lord Mason. She's going to punish me. And all the Duchess did was tell her, I'm sure he deserved it. And that was it. Yeah. She finds out that she says that because she knew the oh, reality, yeah. the, the true nature of Lord Mason. And she yeah, also she. knew, yeah, the true nature of the Duke. She says that I will not miss them. Don't I, worry I don't about them. I think she ever liked any of them. She Most didn't. No, she, she didn't have any type of care for the Duke. No. Or- for Lord Mason, no. No, she didn't. And it's actually implied that she might have also been abused by them too. Oh, yeah. Poppy thinks that. Poppy's like, yeah. okay, well, maybe the reason that she's so forgiving about this is because they may have been abusing her as well. Exactly. Um, and she's so, like, just because you're ascended doesn't mean that you're exempt from the cruelty of them. If this is correct. in their nature, then this is who they are. Right. That's essentially all that there is for Chapter 27. We just get that information that... The queen would like uh, Poppy to go to Carcedonia's because she feels like it would be safer for her. So we move on to chapter 28. And in this one, everybody's getting prepared to go and leave and make their way to Carcedonia. To which Hawk immediately is like, Tawny is a no-go. She not going. (laughs) And (laughs) Poppy and Hawk get into an argument about this because Poppy's like, no, she's going. She's my companion. She's going. And Hawk... Hawk is making all the good valid points. He's like, look, she don't know how to fight. There's only very few of us as a guard. We're going to be out there. There's going to be cravens. There's going to be all types of other monsters out there. You were really already outnumbered. Correct. You really want, want to put her in that type of you know situation? Like like he says, he's like, if we take her, she might as well be craven bait. And I was like, damn. Because it's true. She doesn't know how to fight. She's not, she's not going to be able to stand on her own the way Poppy does. And everybody else is going to be too worried about making sure that they are able to protect Tawny too. And so, so yeah, I completely agree with Hawk in this one. To which Tawny tells Poppy, like, listen, I completely agree. I don't want to go. She's like, I am terrified of everything that's out there and we don't have a lot of guards. And so I'm cool with just staying here. Right. Poppy's kind of like upset, but at the same time understands where Tawny's coming from. Right, because it's like, at this point, do you really want to watch everybody that you love die? Exactly. You already lost Victor. Like, do you really want to lose Tawny too, you know? So then at that point, another thing is Hawk is like, and we leaving the fucking veil here. Yes! <laughs> He's like, don't pack that fucking veil. He's like, do not pack that veil. But also, it's a constant reminder to people while they're on the road that, hey, we're traveling with the maiden. coming right, to attack exactly. us. No, again, Hawk is making all the valid points. All the valid points. Right. They end up meeting outside 
uh, Poppy doesn't have a veil on. So she's feeling the air and the wind and everything on her face for like the very first time really outside. And Hawk walks up. He provides a horse. Also, other people that are coming with them is like a ragtag team. But one of those people is Kieran. And if we remember, Kieran was the guy who pounded on the door at the Red Pearl for Hawk. So apparently Kieran and Hawk come from the same town or the same area. And they're both in on this, you know, journey to get Poppy to the capital. Now, I also noticed Phillips is also there. And then Averick, there was a lot of R's. Yeah, it was like three R's. I was like, I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry, Jennifer. You know, we fuck up names. But they're also there from the night that uh, Poppy was at the Red Pearl playing cards. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, there's a couple of guards here that we actually are familiar with Yeah. Um, from chapter one. Now, the thing that I picked up that was very standout-ish was that the way that Kieran is described is a little bit similar to Hawk in a way. Not like very similar, but he's described as very handsome. Um, his eyes, I think they're not golden, but they, I think they're blue. Correct. So yeah, blue. Kieran, Kieran's eyes are blue and mm-hmm. he's more dark skinned than Hawk. Hawk is, Hawk is tan. That's okay. how it's being yeah. described. Yeah. And then but, like, his eyes are blue, but he has that same like accent as Hawk. Right. So Poppy's like, Poppy's like, they have to have come from the same region or the same town because they have exactly. like, lit, lilt is what she calls it or something. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of like when you say, you know, oh, somebody has a Southern accent or like you can yeah. hear the twang or something like that. Like, So yeah. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm going to yeah. like pack that away. We move on to chapter 29 um, and <laughs> Poppy and Hawk are riding on the same horse. They're riding Satsu <laughs> together. And the only reason that they're doing this is because Poppy has never ridden a horse before. So... Somebody had to be in the back in order to help her ride the horse. Obviously, Hawk was like, bitch, I volunteer. He was like, I volunteer. Take me as tribute. So that's what happens. Um, Yo, the fact that before they even got on the horse, before they even got on the horse, he's like, I just want to let you know, I plan on being as inappropriate as fuck. Yes! (laughs) He was like, it's about to be treacherous and dangerous. You are not the maiden on this trip. I am not your guard on this trip. We better get into it. Hawk is enjoying this way too fucking much. In this chapter, they've they're starting to make their way to the destination. Um, Poppy and Hawk share a horse. They share Seti. Okay, so while they're you know on the horse and things like that, Hawk is flirting with Poppy the entire way. He is like. Fuck it. We're not behind castle walls. I'm not dressed up as a guard. There ain't no bill on your face. We in this bitch. After that, um, they get to their destination, which is the Blood Forest. And this is where Man. this is where all the craven live, essentially, or where the craven come from. Hawk is like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna sleep here for the night in order to make it to our other destination. And rest the horses and shit. Like Okay, first of all, the description of the blood forest. It was way too much. Bro, it had bones me- on the floor. Yeah. Bones on the floor. Before you even get into the forest. And then the description of like the trees and the leaves and they're thick and they're yes. just dri- like, ugh. And then it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like 
way colder in there. Yeah, than it is like it drops a good 20 yeah. degrees. Yep. Yeah. And I, my thing was like, okay, you know you're going into the blood forest, right? Yeah. Why could you not make camp before you got there? Could you not rest the horses and shit before you got to the blood uh, forest? I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that could have been an option. It could have been an option, right? Yeah. But, but he wanted to rest in the blood forest because he wanted what was coming next to happen. He has a plan. I'm telling you, that whole theory that I have about him being an Atlantean and shit like that, like as we get further into the chapter, I'll tell you why. Okay. okay. So we, we move on to chapter 30 and this is where we're going to give you the warning. All right. So essentially everybody's in their, their um, specific designated areas, right? So you have a couple guards who are standing watch and then you have a couple who are sleeping so that they can rotate. Poppy is sleeping or trying to sleep. She can't. Yeah. It's too fucking cold. She's like, my teeth are chattering. I can't get warm. It's too freeze. It's too cold. It's just too cold. So Hawk is one of the guards who is standing watch. He is talking to Kieran. The moment he locks eyes with Poppy and notices that she's cold, he's like, all right, but he walks over to where she is and he grabs a second blanket off of um, whatever, you know, whatever they had supply wise. And he grabs it and he wraps it around her. He wraps it around himself. Hawk is thinking, okay, body heat should help to warm you up, right? So he lays down next to her. This escalates. Yeah, she was like, you can't, you can't lay next to me. You can't like, sleep next to me. I'm the maiden. He's like, I'm not right. sleeping next to you. I'm sleeping with you. She's like, you can't do that. Then he's like, okay, well, do you want somebody else to do it? Because I could get up and find another guard who might want to sleep with you just to, you know, keep you warm. And she's like, no, I don't want any but anybody else. To which he's like, I know. I thought. Like, so he wraps himself around her. Like, he puts his hand out in front of her and things like that. And he's trying to get her to go to sleep. She ain't going to sleep. It's too fucking cold. So he ends up telling her, he's like, I bet you I can get you to fall asleep. I can get you to relax. You can go to sleep. Right, exactly. And she's more like, I don't believe you. And Hawk is like, Bet. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he immediately begins the his hand. He immediately begins his hand's destination down south. He begins the process. Most definitely. Yeah. And Poppy thoroughly enjoys this process because she is like, holy shit. Meanwhile, Hawk is like, listen, if we were by ourselves, I would have. He's like, it wouldn't be my hand. That is in there. Bro. Oh, my like, Hawk! Right. He, he is having a grand old time explaining to her exactly. Everything. Everything. Exactly what he would be doing if they were by oh themselves. God. Exactly. In detail. It is crazy. I was sitting on my couch reading this like, ah, in explicit detail, he's going all in. I'm like, all right, dude. okay. Um, so, let's just say Hawk did what he had to do. So then that was chapter 30. Move on to chapter 31. Uh, Poppy wakes up and she immediately hears Kieran and Hawk talking. Yeah, so he what he kept saying was he said it twice. Remember yeah. your task. Correct. 
And I was like, okay, the way that he was saying it and the way that he was looking at him, it wasn't just like, remember, you are the royal guard, remember. No, she it was something entirely different. Yeah, exactly. And I read deeply into yeah. that. So I was like, okay, uh, that's, that was way different. That's something way different. Correct. You two already know each other from somewhere previously. I already have these like theories that Hawk is like an Atlantean mm, mm-hmm. or at least half Atlantean or something like that, just from like all the other things that have happened beforehand. So uh, I don't know. I don't know about y'all too. I don't know about you, Karen. Like, yeah, you just popped up into the picture too. Like something's right. not sitting right with me. There's definitely way more there that mm-hmm. they're hinting at that like obviously we would have to keep an eye out on yeah while reading so at that point they pack up and they're ready to go and then they end up getting attacked by cravens oh before that hawk gives poppy the dagger that victor had gifted her on her 16th birthday so it turns out that he found it um poppy thought it was going to be lost forever but he went back he found it and he gave it to her at the exact right moment because not even a couple paragraphs later the craven arrived one of the guards ends up fatally hit right like yeah. he, the craven had like dug his claws into his like stomach or something oh yeah he i think he ripped through his chest or something right. like that so he was he was done right and he was this done. guy this is the dude his name is like Arik with like three r's so he did that trying to protect poppy not knowing yeah, that poppy could protect down. herself correct well, I think it was after after she had shown her skills. Oh, but okay. what happened was she had fallen down because she forgot they were fighting in the uh, thick roots. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. she had fallen tri- down into the mist and couldn't right. see anything. So he was trying to cover her. Correct. And he, you know, he ends up getting attacked and it's fatal. While he's laying there and, you know, they had beaten all the craven and things like that. He's laying out. He's dying. He's in severe pain. Poppy takes it upon herself to use her gift. So now, before we knew... That she could feel other people's emotions, right? Yeah. We also knew that she could provide some type of numbness to people when uh, she was about to do like mercy kills with Victor. Now she does one of those things. She holds on to his hand, the guard's hand, and basically tells him like he's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. And she uses her gift to numb his pain. The issue comes in because nobody else knew about these powers, Except for Victor, the Duchess, the Duke, and the Queen, of course. So her doing this out in the open, in front of everybody. Well, actually, like, I, I think it was only it was only Phillips and and and, um, Hawk. and Hawk that okay. saw it. Yeah, yeah. So for her to do it in front of them, Hawk is like dumbfounded, and Phil- and he's like, "You have the touch." Yes, Philip, yes. You Philip have like, "You have the touch, your God." Right. Go right. on. Right. And I'm no. like, "Can you can you shut up? Stop not saying exactly. to everybody." That kind of made me feel like um, people are going to start looking at her now, like Sancta Alina. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, mm-hmm. got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then from there, move on to chapter 32. And the group has arrived in New Haven. Um, and this is like their, I guess, their resting point. Yeah, it's their pit stop. Yeah, it's like a pit stop to move further on. And Poppy the entire time has been trying to talk to hawk about her gift and hawk has been like later right but later. the thing the thing that annoyed me about that is that she doesn't understand that he's talking to her saying later like hey we need to be in a private place to talk Correct. about this yeah. and she's just like why are well, you i want to talk about me? it now i want to talk about it now like bitch right. do you not understand that this whole operation is supposed to be undercover exactly shut up 
That's exactly what it was. She obviously has anxiety. <laughs> what ends up happening is they get there. Hawk and Kieran both say that they've passed through here once or twice. But there is familiarity amongst the people with Hawk and Kieran. Even Poppy mentions it because the girl that Hawk, or the woman that Hawk tells to take Poppy to her room so she can take a bath and things like that, he calls her by name. Magda, and, yeah. yeah. And even Poppy's like, how would he have known her name when she didn't say her name herself? Exactly. And why do you feel so comfortable leaving me alone with this woman to take me to my chambers when you've never even let me out of your sight before, even in Castle Tierman? Right. Where I know everybody. Right, exactly. So Poppy ends up back in her like she ends up in her um her chambers and stuff and she's waiting for Hawk. And Hawk shows up and he's like, I thought you'd be asleep. She's like, No, I was waiting for you. And he's like, all right, well, now's a good time as any. Let's let's go ahead and have this conversation about your powers. And she sits and she, like, you know, tells him everything. She tells him that she feels this, that sometimes she feels that, that certain things feel a certain type of way. Hawk, it, it, sounded, it seemed to me he was very cautious because he didn't bombard her with a shit ton of questions. Like, he was trying to gauge what she feels. Yeah, and, and it was mostly just him letting her open up on her own because yeah. she does that anyway with him. Yeah, exactly. So they that happens. The conversation goes well. And then Hawk is like, all right, I'm going to leave. I cannot stay. If I stay. Oh, right, because we forgot to mention the most important part. She's in her robe while they're having this conversation. Exactly. So she's there naked underneath. Um, so Hawk, Hawk is like, listen. I'm going to dip because if I don't, we're not even going to make it to the bed. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Hawk. So, oh, my God. Right. I was like, God damn. Okay. Um, so what ends up happening is Hawk gets up. He goes to leave. And, of course, Poppy is like, Hawk. Could you please stay with me tonight? And that was the fucking end of chapter 32. And I immediately flipped that midst to right, chapter 33. <laughs> right, right chapter 33. It's like, I need to know. I exactly. need to know. So, is it going to happen tonight? It does happen tonight. So, yes, and, Poppy, and it's Poppy's cherry. detail. Poppy's cherry, Poppy's cherry was popped. Was popped. Um, but all I have to say is one word. One word. Honeydew. Honeydew. Ah! That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Bye. <laughs> One word. <laughs> Bitch, yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. That was it. Perfect way to describe <laughs> Honeydew. That's it. I, that's I it. honestly, I think that's the only thing that we need to say right. for chapter so, 33. If you can read it. <laughs> If you pick up this book, all I have to say is wait till you get to chapter 33. Oh, yeah. Wait till you get to chapter 33. Oh, yeah, girl. Shit. And that was me on chapter two being like, oh, my God. And then get to chapter 33 being like, oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever heard or seen Honeydew used in that way ever. Girl. All I have to say is if somebody sat there and... And use that description. We get married. We get married the very next day. I'm gonna go to grocery store. Um, where, where can I find a honeydew? <laughs> <laughs> but ma'am, it's not in season. Bring me that. Oh, honeydew. we need it. 
It needs to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah, girl, that, that, that joke, yo. I might reread that never, before I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> all I have to say is I, I'm, I'm never going to use any other word to describe it besides honeydew. Chapter 33. Guys, chapter 33. That's it. That's all you need to know. Cannot distress the importance of this. Chapter 33. Um, But the most important thing besides the cherry popping and the blossoming of a new poppy Mm -hmm. um, was what Hawk says at the end of the chapter. And I quote, Yes. He says, remember this, Poppy. And she's like, oh, of course, I'm always going to remember this. He's like, no, 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 no. Remember this. No matter what happens tomorrow or a week from now, remember this and remember that this was real. And I was like, boom, my theory was correct. He is an Atlantean. He is working with Prince Castile or, or shit, maybe he is Prince Castile. You think it's a situation like um, Shadow and Bone? I think it's a situation like Shadow and Bone, where he himself is, is actually the is the dark uh, one. Oh. Yeah, I think that might be because that that's the only thing I can think of when he said he used to have a brother. I was like, oh, maybe his brother is Prince Castile, and he's trying to get Poppy to him. Right. Um, now I know he's definitely in cahoots with Kieran. Yes. Because Kieran's like, remember your task. His right. task is to take Poppy to the Dark One. Because there's there's no way that, like, that's not his task now. And she's even said that she senses, like, confusion in him and whatever. Because mm-hmm. at first he was just like, oh, yeah, this is my task. I'm going to kidnap the maiden. I'm going to take her to the Dark One. But now that right. he knows her and he likes her and he's falling in love with her, it's a little bit harder for him now. Or right. it's a hell of a lot harder for him now. So either his brother is the Dark One or he himself is a dark one. And his task was to kidnap and kill the maiden. But now he's like, damn, I like you, shawty. I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> Yo, honeydew. So, honeydew is what changed his mind. Well, I think, no, honeydew is what sealed the deal. His mind honeydew was changed was before that. Correct. Okay. Right. His mind was changed before that. He was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah honeydew, though. It's a, it's, it's, that it's, it's done now. It's. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my God. Once again, please do not let your kids listen to it. <laughs> no, 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 not this episode. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. So those are, oh, sorry. Those are pretty much my two predictions. I think that's that's pretty much it. Those are my really two two big ones. Um, but yeah, I think it's a shadow and bone situation. But other than like the Darkling the situation thing, I think that he actually, well, the Darkling is in love with Alina, so it's difficult. But I think that his plan was to kill her so yeah. that they could stop the ascension or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he loves her and... He, it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, I don't know if he is Castile or if he's Castile's brother. So it's kind of going to change the way that the theory goes, but either way, he's on the Atlantean dissenter woven side, side. that, that much, yeah. that much I know that yeah. much I know now. Yeah. So like, essentially that's the end of chapter 33. Poppy got her cherry popped and Hawk very much was like, listen, this was real. I need you to remember this and I need you to understand this. Come tomorrow, come next day, come the fall. This was real. And then that was it. 
So, and we got your predictions. So, like, now, what are the chapters we're reading next episode? Okay, so next episode, we are going to be reading chapter 34 through the end of the book. So, chapter 34 through 41. Right. Oh, I'm so excited. So crazy. I'm so excited. So, yeah, we're going to be finishing up. From Blood and Ash. Oh guys. my god, I feel like we just started this book and now we're I like, know, we went so fast. I know. But yeah, we're going to be finishing up from Blood and Ash on our next episode. So get ready. Get ready because I feel like it's just going to get a little crazier. I'm I'm ready for it though. I'm ready for the crazy. I'm ready for it. Yeah, And I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for more honeydew. Crazy <laughs> more honeydew. Bam. Get off my day. Get off. <laughs> get off the mic. <laughs> But as always, thank you for keeping up with our craziness and reading along with us. You guys are literally the best. Yes. And just want to say we love you guys and stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye.